in terms of spiritual things. When I talk about time in spiritual things, I'm talking about Kairos and Kronos. I'm talking about the purposes of God and physical time. And I'm talking about time measured. Alright? Yes. Now, here's the interesting thing. When God says He'll restore time, most of us have this belief. Once time has passed, it has to pass. Yeah. Alright? Oh. Because we are stuck in the same problem with Christmas. Mm-hmm. When a date is gone, we feel that date is lost. Alright? In God's world, the dates have no meaning. It is the purposes He has that has meaning. So if you read Ecclesiastes, he says something very interesting. He said he makes all things beautiful in its time, not on time. So again, here we are asking ourselves, am I feeling my calendar or am I being productive? Because my calendar can be full. When I tell you, please, I have this on this date. No, 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 no. I'm so busy. Uh, children, you need to come to children's school. I cannot come because I'm so busy. There's a, something happening at work. There's a party at... No, I'm busy. And you ask yourself, what am I doing with my life? We've been trained in classical Greek behavior. Yes. Uh, which simply means that we were taught that early to bed, early to rise. Make someone's wealthy and wise. I can assure you that is the biggest <laughs> lie I have ever Makes made. someone what? Wealthy and wise. So wisdom. Those two things do not. That sleeping I, early, waking yeah. up early, does not add wisdom and does not bring wealth. Is that there someone in the testimony? Maybe. That, yeah, please show us. Because the <laughs> most. There's someone yeah. who telling my friend I'm wise. <laughs> because I sleep early. Yeah, and I, I sleep early and I wake up early. It's just healthy. Listen, if you sleep early, say you sleep at 8 p.m. Okay. And you wake up at 5 a.m. You're not different from somebody who slept at 2 and woke up at some a certain time in the afternoon. You slept the same amount of hours. So that's not the issue. But somebody slept when it was dark and another one when it was bright. <laughs> and the one who slept in the day is lazy. <laughs> that's according to Babylon. That's what we understand. <laughs> so the issue is not how long you slept yeah. or which hours you slept. There's a message the, we have. Yeah, the issue is what did you accomplish while yeah. awake? <laughs> There's a message we have talking yeah. about the gen- different generations. Yes. And we said now, if you talk of the Gen Z, they're actually like owls. Yes. They work at night. Yeah. These are guys who work at night. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about working late, this is Gen Z. Yeah. So if you find them sleeping at 10 a.m., 11 a.m., you call them lazy. There you go. You start saying this Measuring them with your time. Now, when you talk of uh, baby boomers, yes. you wake up at 6, even if yeah. you're nowhere. Nowhere. And then get out and go. Wake up Where? and go. Or go. wake up and sit, whichever. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so That's anyway, we're talking about the mighty God, the one whose who time is in his hands, yes. and of course, under his control. Yes. The one who can tell you, listen, it doesn't matter where you've been, mm. connect with him. Yep. And when you connect with him, he restores time, that. he restores the years. Yes. And that kind of a God, I want him. Eternal I want father. to know him. That's the that's child, our father. That's, that's the that's, son. That's our father. Yeah. Let's talk about the prince. Of peace. peace. I think you guys you need to listen to this one because this is another one. Prince of Peace again. Mm -hmm. Remember at the outset of this particular conversation, we keep talking about the idea of how a word can be diluted. Yes. The word prince in the Bible does not mean the son primarily of a king who's hanging around being nice. He's the prince. (laughs) No. The prince means ruler. Yes. 
The word prince in the Bible means ruler. Hmm. Get that clear. Okay. Ruler, the one who is in charge of everything. Mm -hmm. He is a prince of peace. Yes. Now, what is peace in scripture? Mm -hmm. Shalom. Peace is another word for order. Mm. I like everything. the way you put it. You always say that um, shalom is everything working. Exactly as it should. Or the way it was designed to operate. That is shalom. So when you find a clock with all the cogwheels running properly, yes. it is in shalom. Mm. So this is where you are saying, if I look at my life, yes. I should see order in all areas area. as God intended. Exactly. So remember now going back to the mind of God. Yes. What is the what is the mind of God concerning this area of my life? Yes. Is there peace? Do I see uh -huh. shalom? Do I see wholeness yes. in that area? So what do we mean by saying he's the ruler of order? Mm. Prince of, of peace. peace. Yes. It means this. It means he sets the rules mm. by which if you operate, everything works as it should. Everything works as, as it, should. it should. He sets the rules. Yes. If you operate by those rules he has set, he's the ruler, mm -hmm. the one who sets the rules. Yes. If you operate by those rules, everything will work as it should. Mm. I think that's also what you have to ask yourself, and here when you say ask yourself, we also ask ourselves the same question. Mm. Is it that uh, we so get used to broken pieces of our lives yes. that we get used to them? Oh, yes. When somebody feels like, listen, now that I'm thinking about it, there's an area of my life that is not end. Shalom. Exactly. But I'm so used to it. Yes. I'm, I actually accommodate yes. it yes. now. Yes. We, we are so used to walking in a fragmented order. Yes. And what keeps us going is because we meet people more fragmented than us. Mm. Mm. So when I compare myself with you... You think you're fine. I embrace my So my you don't live up to your optimum. You measure yourself with the worst. Hmm. And therefore, mm -hmm. when you measure yourself with the worst, you are grateful for your bad condition. Please say that again. <laughs> Please say that again. When you meet the person who has not eaten, and you've eaten one meal, you are grateful. <laughs> and many Christians think that's a good thing. So we are measuring ourselves with the lowest level, not yes. our what optimum. Who you should be. Yes. So you are more concerned that at least somebody is in a worse state than you. Mm. As opposed to querying the state you should be in. So my standard now becomes somebody else who is in a worse situation yes. instead of standard. I should be my own standard. When exactly. I look at the word of God in my life, what has God spoken concerning me? That's the standard yes. of what I should be. Yes. Now instead of that, I'm looking at the brokenness around me. Exactly. And I'm saying because so, I am at least uh, fixed on one yes. area, then I'm better, I'm good. And, and we've preached a terrible message mm. that says, if you're not grateful for that, God will be offended. <laughs> Listen, God is already offended that the other areas of your work are not working. You can't offend him any further by going further down. Yeah. The principle is this. Mm -hmm. We must reach the place where we know it is our right for things to work. It is my right for my economy to be okay, yes. my children to be fine, my marriage to be okay, my operations to be fine, my relationships to be healthy, <laughs> my investments to grow. It is okay. Yes. When that is going on, I am living under 
the prince of peace. Hmm. Shalom. When everything around you is in order as God intended. Yes. Now, if you don't understand the intents of God, one of them, one of the many things that God is trying to do with you is to restore you to that place where you can say that confidently things are working around me. If they're not working, I can tell you I was here. Now I'm here and I'm still going. I'm yes. not, I'm not, a, I'm not um, settling on the plane. The two good um, that are working, yes. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. I'm working on the bad. Yes. I've got to get everything in order. That's mm. my journey. Remember in uh, Genesis 11, when he talks about when they reached a place called Shina yes. and settled, settled there. on a plain. Yes. Where there's no valley, where there's no mountain, on a plain. God is taking you to a place, an elevated position, a place called Mount Zion. But yes. when I sit on a plain and tell myself, I don't want, I don't want war, I want comfort. That's one you of our see, biggest problems. The problem yeah. is we live with a rear view sight. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yes. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. it, means, uh, it means this. We are grateful for where we are because of where we are come for, coming from. Mm -hmm. So we have wrong prophetic sight. Okay. We look at how bad things were to appreciate where we are. Mm -hmm. Instead of looking at where we should mm -hmm. be, to get dissatisfied with where we are. Guys, that's what we are calling the Prince of Peace. Shalom. Looking at where you should be and despising yes. where you are. If you don't see where you should be, where you are is great. Please let's talk about something here, which we've already uh, talked about before. I can't remember which message. Yes. Where we say, do not be uh, satisfied or comfortable with where you are, despise no matter yes. how well you're doing. Exactly. And you can only do that. Remember we talked about cancer? Mm -hmm. When mm. you've seen the mind of then God, the mind of God yes. on where you should be, then where you are suddenly doesn't work for you. You know, sometimes children are smarter than us. Yes. <laughs> when, when you give one child a lollipop, and mm -hmm. they think it's the only lollipop in the room, mm. they fight for it and control it. Mm. Then you give the other child two lollipops, and this one realizes one lollipop is not the best place mm. to be. Mm. There is a better place I should have been yes. than where I thought I had mm. arrived at. Mm. Did you know that the wilderness, as bad as it is, is better than Egypt? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Did you know that the Jordan is better than the wilderness? Mm -hmm. Did you know that the land is better than the Jordan? Mm. The question is, if you sit in the wilderness looking at Egypt, you'd always think you're doing well. And you'd be comfortable saying, and I at remember least the message no Pharaoh, now, we talked about the uh, Bali. Yes. When you sit here and think, wait a minute, Bali in Egypt, is I used to wake up to go and toil. Thank you. At least here now, I, I can manna. breathe. There is manna, there is water, there is quails. Yes. And you're like, my friend, this life is better than that. Absolutely. Now, if you don't see the mind of God for mm -hmm. where he's taking you, ah, this is okay. This is fine. And that's what we are saying. When you despise where you are, not because you're in trouble. No. No, we're not talking to people who are but in trouble. because you have seen. Mm -hmm. You've, You've seen, seen something better. better. The Bible says, listen, that the patriarchs despised where they were. Yes. Why? They saw something mm -hmm. greater. Something They saw something, something greater. Yes. When you see something greater, listen, can we all agree? Mm -hmm. No matter how you like your current car or your current <laughs> house or anything, it is great when people with lesser houses visit mm. you. And if you listen to the praises and the appraisal of the people who are below you, you'll get comfortable you will get you comfortable. now. But the day you see somebody with a greater house mm. or a greater car, that's the principle. Yes. That's what Paul calls looking forward and pressing towards the mark, leaving behind mm. those things that 
easily beset me. Listen, those things are not usually wicked. <laughs> they are not evil things. No, they're just things that can hamper mm. your ability to go forward. I think for me what I'm thinking as you're saying that is there is also the other category of people who because they feel where I am, it's not where I'd like to be, mm. but I don't see how I can get where I want to be. Yes. Therefore, yes. I embrace this, yes. but I get offended with anyone who is gone seems, there. Who is who seems to be going. Yes. Now let me tell you what happens. Yeah. The reason many people arrive like that, mm -hmm. and even if you show them the next level, they're unmoved. Yeah. They're and just they, offended. You tell them God is giving you, and they're looking at you like... They are unmoved. When he finishes giving, tell him to yes. come and show me what he gave. And gives. then they get angry with others. It's because wow. they cannot trace God to their present location. Mm. Mm. They know this is my strength. This is my journey. I know the effort it took me. I don't have the energy mm. to take myself there. Now, me, I'll ask a question. <laughs> when you talk about the Prince of peace and we mm. say that this is shalom and this is order in every area of your life mm -hmm. having everything as god intended yes now is it when you look at your life would you say that where i am today it's god who brought me and how did he bring me by opening opportunities for me his word becoming flesh in my life and yes. of course me experiencing the realities of his promises or it is through my toil if it is through toil, it's through your strategies, it's through your sitting down and scheming of how to get where you are, you will not have the strength yeah. to embrace the word to of God. To believe God for the next level. You can't. And that is why we always tell people, wherever you've arrived and how you've arrived, put it aside. Set it aside and say, listen, I want to experience God. Yeah. I want to experience a, a, a bit of God mm -hmm. so that I can say I have seen God. As a provider, he has provided, and I have seen. As a healer, I want him to heal me. Yes. Why? If you don't get to that point, you will always listen to the word of God. You don't want to backslide. Mm. You don't want to become a You don't Muslim. want to lose this location. <laughs> you don't want to go to become a Hindu or something You'll do else. anything not to lose this location. Yes. So, if you're seated here, and you're always thinking like, you know what? This what you guys talk. I don't know what you mean because I've never experienced that. And that's why we say it's time to stop explaining God and start experiencing him that's at it. your level. That's so look at where you are yeah. and say, you know what? Where yes. I am, yes. I want him as a provider. Yeah. I want to experience yes. a bit of God. Yes. You see, yeah. there could be two ways you arrived here. Mm -hmm. By your own accomplishment. Okay. Hard work pays. Oh, yes. Not very much, but <laughs> it, pays. it pays. Yes. All right? Energy, strategy brought you here. Or God brought you here. Mm. Now, two things. If God brought you here, do not forget who brought you here. Okay. Because if you don't, you'll be able to have the faith to go to the next level. Mm. If you brought yourself here, acknowledge and say, God, the journey, the labor, the toil mm. that it mm. took me to get here, mm. I no longer can do that. Yeah. Now you take me to where you want to take me. There's hope for everybody. God is not going to judge you because you got here by your strength. He's not angry. But he's going to show you, look, there's another way to get to the next level and you'll be able to tell the difference mm. between the journey here that did not have shalom yes, and the journey to the next level that is full of shalom. That's a difference. I think if you're joining us for the very first time, maybe you've not been on our channel before, you need to go back and watch our episodes on the road.
Then you'll understand when you say God bringing you to a place so that you don't think we are telling people to sit back and wait for God to just no. lift them with angels and drop them into a place of prosperity. No, no you have to work. But you know what? This time you're not working in ignorance. Yes. This time you're not working in, in, in darkness. You are working uh, from a revelation yes. of what God wants you to do in That's this season. It. All right, which requires responsibility yeah. and requires you to stop and say, I have to think, I have to work with the spirit of God in me. I have to question, I have to meditate. It's mm. all these things put together. Yep. So nobody should ever think you're telling people, just sit back. No, God will take you. God no, will no, bring no, no, you no. here, my friend. You'll there's wait. a partnership with God <laughs> yes. and there's a partnership with yourself. Mm. All right? Yes. Prince of Peace. Talking prince about the peace. Prince of Order. Shalom. Order in your life. I yes. believe this is something that anyone would desire. Absolutely. To walk in a place Absolutely. where you're like, you know what, my life has order. Let me tell you yeah? the strange thing. Order draws the supernatural. <laughs> Say that again. Order. <laughs> I'm going to draws treat that. The supernatural. Yes. Every time you line up with order in the kingdom, the supernatural flows. It's as simple as that. <laughs> you get that picture, you'll always be operating in the supernatural. Now yes. that we have established a basis for what the intent and not the event for the birth of Christ was, of course, we have now to examine some of the real circumstances in his birth. Yes. Because when you talk about the myth of Christmas, you're simply saying, listen, let's get rid of this. Yes. Some of those things we say, they're fun, listen, yes. just do them and then. Yeah. But do not sit and think that is God. Do not yes. think Christmas came from heaven. It mm. is not an event that was ordained by God, sent down through angels. Yes. No, it's it wasn't. not. But question, what are the events that happened yes. around the birth of Jesus yes. and how significant? So if you've been tracking so yeah. far, we've said that we had to go back in time, yes. get the prophetic words, see what was being said, and look at the birth of Christ, not Christmas. Mm. Mm. Please agree with us, the birth of Christ could have been any date, decide yours, okay. so that we are settled with that. All right. The issue is, whatever that date was, it was a culmination mm. of prophetic. It was that this is that moment. Okay? When it came together, let us see how it played out mm -hmm. in real time. Okay. And you'll find it significantly different from what we have thought Christmas is about. And again, I think the biggest thing we are looking for, the birth of after the birth of Jesus, let's look for celebrations. Huh. Let's see if that there are the any. one thing you will not find. <laughs> let's say this. A few things I want to say. All First right? and foremost, I want, us to, I want to say this. The birth of Christ itself was an act of war on the enemy and it was not a cause for celebration. Mm -hmm. The birth of Christ was what? An, an act, act of, of war on the enemy. It was not a cause for celebration. And we find this, I deliberately waited. We looked at the prophets. Now let's go way behind the prophets all the way to creation okay. to understand what makes this an act of war. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall crush your head, and you shall bruise his heel. That's Genesis 3.15. Yes. So God, speaking to the serpent, says, listen, the seed of woman, and a woman shall conceive. Okay. Connect a virgin the two. Yes. will crush your head. Mm. So the birth of Christ is an act of war. Mm. It is not a birthday celebration. Wow. In the heavenlies, there's enemies hearing. Absolutely. Time for war. Something has been triggered. Time so the for minute war. the serpent heard this, you yeah. think, you, what was he doing all his life? <laughs> Looking out. I must find this boy. 
And he looked for him everywhere. He yes. thought he was Moses. He killed boys. Hmm. He thought it was uh, going to come through Abraham. So set up a strategy for Ishmael to be born. Yes. Do anything to contaminate the lineage. Yes. In fact, if you have time, go and study how many times you may not have seen it, but the enemy always thought this must be the one. Yeah. This must be the one. This must be the one. And that's why the men of old had such an attack of the enemy because mm-hmm. he had no clue which one. And remember, when you talk about Adam and Eve, when this word was spoken in Genesis, what is the first thing that we see? Why do we see death immediately yes. after that? When Cain is killing his brother, do you think it is him? He thinks the that's enemy. the one. He thinks Who this is, is the this one. This could be the one. Uh, how, he thought God is acting now. Let's uh-huh. deal with this Let's do now. This. And this has been the journey. Wow. All right? So, remember the enemy has always been on the lookout for the birth of the Messiah. Mm. Not with anticipation, but with evil intent. <laughs> Not that he's excited. No. <laughs> so, even when, like when, you, when you hear Herod saying, eh, when you find out, yeah. please tell me that I may worship him. He intends to worship him with a sword. Mm. Mm. So, that tells you, first thing, it's an act of war. Yes. Second thing, the enemy has no clue. Who? When or where. Hmm. That means so it is coded. No... Even though you're hearing the prophecy, yes. the enemy cannot interpret it. So as we are here saying, Isaiah has said, a yes. son is given. Yes. His name shall be. Even though the enemy can hear, he cannot interpret. cannot interpret what that means. And that is why you cannot talk of the timing. You can't talk of the date. God exactly. did not give a date. He hid it. Otherwise, the enemy would have known. I Waited. know the date I'm waiting. In fact, if he had said around this season, yes. the enemy would have wiped that entire generation in the earth. Hmm. Not knowing. So the enemy he doesn't care about know. collateral damage. Yes. The issue is that that Messiah must not be born. No and clue when? Nothing. He didn't know when or where it will happen. So, wow. please, at this point, track very closely. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. what we are now saying is significant to you. Track closely. Yeah. Come back and re-listen to this segment. Because the issues we are beginning to unpack will reveal more or less how every prophetic word is birthed in the earth. Many of you have been asking, now that I have, I've had the prophetic word in the house, how do I bring this thing hmm. to pass? What am I supposed to do? What should I look out for? Or wh- how, how should I be? What's my position in the spirit? Okay. This is what we're talking about. Because yes. when you talk about the birth of Jesus, mm-hmm. we are saying that there's a word in God yes. and God is saying, listen, there's a word that needs to be birthed in the earth because God has to restore this man again, redeem the exactly. fallen man. So this process of how he's birthed, how he grows and how the, the whole process should be your process of how you exactly. access your prophetic word and how you bring it to pass. You see, when you begin to see these things, there yeah. are the patterns that emerge in scripture that open your eyes. Mm-hmm. Many people may never understand what happened to Solomon. Okay. How did Solomon turn away? Mm. Because God said to David, your son shall rule on the throne forever. And the devil thought it was who? Solomon. Yes. He went for Solomon. Mm. Solomon could never have ruled on the throne forever. He was human. The only one who will ever rule the throne forever is another son of David. Mm. You've heard Jesus called the son of David. David. Yes. So you see how you so can the, now understand all this time the Bible. From Genesis, later. we see the enemy trying yes. to understand. I yes. know there is a word. I noticed something funny. Christians forget prophetic word. The devil did not forget. He didn't forget. If you look at uh, Genesis all the way to Matthew, 
in between. Can you see the he's activities looking. because he's looking and saying, I have he's to looking. kill him. I cannot allow him to be. Yes. He doesn't. And he takes the prophetic word more serious than Christians. Absolutely. When he hears God saying, listen, yes. the seed of woman yes. will crush your head. At some point. He knows it has to be done. At some point he had son of David. Uh, now I know. Son. Let me zero in. There's a particular family lineage uh-huh. here. It still was a son of David. Guys, we have to take the prophetic word seriously. Alright. When God says it will come to pass. Yes. So what does God do? Yes. Now you know by mm-hmm. so far where we've reached mm-hmm. that God hid the birthday. Stop mm-hmm. looking for it. <laughs> Stop he hid it from so, the devil. So, Who are you? So 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 <laughs> now that it's not twenty five. So which day is it? Which day is it? Not important. Think about it, eh? Why would I want to know? Not important. Do you realize after twenty fifth <laughs> you'll be broke? Because you'll have spent and you'll be looking forward to Next year, like, guys, I want to forget this because, man, I've used money without thinking yes. because I thought this was a big thing, yeah. big date because people have put all these, exactly. uh, you know, around it. Yes. That is a problem we're dealing with. So, so plus, <laughs> guys, stop spending, eh? On the birthday of Jesus. Spend on yours. Spend on each other. Not on... It's easier. There's so, no birthday of Jesus. So, so understand this what is unfolding. Okay. So, God already said what was going to happen. Gave some clues without saying much. Mm-hmm. Left it locked yes. to be unsealed at a different time. The devil had no clear mm-hmm. picture. Now, let's come to the season now. When it was actually happening. Okay. And I want you to look at in that Kairos. What was the activity going on around that? Mm. What we are now celebrating, these people had nothing to celebrate. So now you are taking us back to the birth. To the, the recorded actual activities around the bar. activities around that date, yes. yeah, or around that time. Yes. Okay. And what you're trying to see is what was the state of the people exactly in that time. All involved with this story. All right. All right. First and foremost, there was an occupation of Israel under foreign rule. The Roman Empire had occupied them, so you can okay. tell they were not living in a very good season of life. Mm-hmm. I mean, why didn't Jesus come during David's day when David was on the throne? Hmm. It would have been nice, it would have been royal. Look at the scenario going on. Mm. We have a corrupt king called Herod. Mm-hmm. One so crazy, he even controls religion and government, builds a temple, has Pharisees and Sadducees operating, people you cannot find in the Old Testament. The I book of Malachi ends with the priests. No, no, no. What they had, he built temple. He built the temple. Do you remember it was one day Jesus walking into a temple and beating people? Yes. Because of the temple of Herod. That temple Wasn't in Jerusalem it? was the temple of Herod. It was built by Herod. And when you read in Matthew, yes. when Jesus walked out of the temple and he yes. said, you see this temple, it shall be brought down. It was the temple of Herod. So Herod he, he was is controlling control. religion, wow. controlling government. Mm-hmm. All right? Suppressing the people. Mm. The Pharisees and Sadducees, Jesus, listen, I say, Jesus never lost his temper except with Pharisees. Yes. That tells you who they were. Hmm. He even calls them serpents. I've taught a whole teaching on the serpent, on the serpent spirit, and also known as the Pharisee. The spirit of the Pharisee. Yes. It's on our YouTube channel. Look for it. Meanwhile, read Matthew twenty-three. Yes. Where Jesus, where Jesus not only calls them serpents, he yes. says they are a brood, meaning their generation, mm. meaning their father and their mm. grandfather were all the same. Why? The book of Malachi ends with priests and prophets. Yeah. The book of Matthew opens with the Pharisees and Sadducees. <laughs> Where did they appear from? With a temple of the Lord. So this is the circumstance under which Jesus is being born. Hmm. Okay? To add insult to injury, there's a burden of a census so that they can be taxed. 
The census was not so that Caesar is very happy that there are many. He didn't was, just want to know no, their No, he wanted to know their location so he could tax them. <laughs> okay. All right? Mm -hmm. In that order, there's the inconvenient 90-mile journey from Nazareth mm. to, Bethlehem to Bethlehem for Joseph and Mary when she's about to give birth. When you talk about 90 Caesar miles today now, I mean, we all know 90 yes. miles. We can maybe say how many days? Four days walk. Oh, by the way, oh, by the way. <laughs> Depending on their speed, yes. four days. Four days yeah. walk. Mm -hmm. Walk, by the way. There's no mention of a donkey in scripture. That is your artist who created it. Uh oh So you're saying they walked? They walked. <laughs> for four hours? About? Four days. Oh, oh sorry, for yeah, four, four days. Four days walk, and she's about to give birth. Is that what you call a celebration? Do you think Mary was looking forward to this birth? Why couldn't she just be left alone to give birth? No, no, Caesar doesn't care. Yes. Caesar says everybody must be counted. Well, while Mary is walking, uncomfortable, torturous, she can mm. give birth at any time. You think she was spiritual. Her moods were not very good. Joseph yeah. must have gone through a lot. But you know what they were doing with yeah. all that torture? Mm -hmm. They were fulfilling prophecy. Yes. So fulfilling prophecy was not a celebration. And listen... To them, it's not that this child must be born in yes. Bethlehem. Yes. Now, for that to happen, yes. this king has to give an order that Absolutely. everybody go home. Absolutely. And these guys have to go. There you go. Fulfillment of scripture. So sometimes that's what we said. There are things that huh. could be happening in your life. You could be complaining and God is telling you, listen, this is the only way to fulfill what you... And Simple. remember, God tells you through this one case that the enemy is not supposed to know what God is planning no. for you. So you could be going through something that anyone looking at you says, dismisses, this cannot be God. You, you cannot know, be in the plan of God. You know? You know, when you're in the lineage of God, mm. Mary has received a prophetic word. She knows the baby she's carrying. Okay. So she's not confused about who she's carrying. Yes. Yet, it doesn't make sense that she's being moved from home, mm. being told to go to another place. She's about to give birth. It's almost like, God, you sent an angel mm. to tell me about this baby. You couldn't send an angel to take me to Bethlehem. Or just translate me. Something. Just we appear. Your yeah. God. Do something. So you are telling me that when God gives us a prophetic word, yes. there are places you'll actually feel like doubting him exactly. or being offended that things are not going in, exactly. a, way, in a supernatural yes. way. Yes. Because I expect if God says you'll give me power to create wealth, hmm. then things should run smooth. It's as if I won't have problems. It's no. as if I won't go without food. Now listen, that doesn't change the prophetic wow. word. The journey you're going through the 90-mile walk mm -hmm. is the journey to destiny. Mm. And remember, you're saying this is four-day walk yes. just about when she's about to give birth. Just about, Meaning, not earlier. when you're about to hit your, your... The truth is about to come forth. It yes. looks like things have gone absolutely mm. wrong. Mm. So what happens? Oh, the story doesn't end there for them. They give birth and all of us are celebrating Christmas. We're having a good time. No, a few days later, God is saying, go to Egypt. Take away the Somebody child. wants to kill the baby. Now, let me ask you here. <laughs> and guys, we have Within to get this Within two years, today not because, a few days, sorry. Within two years. Yes, let, let, let's get this here. Yeah. Because if we don't understand, yes. then we will not understand how God works. Mm -hmm. Jesus is God in flesh. We've just described him. Okay? He Mighty is Father. the everlasting Father. <laughs> he is the Prince of Peace. He's Emmanuel, God with us. God is saying... Take the child to Egypt and hide. God could and have stationed God. two angels around their house with swords. No, just struck a herald with blindness. <laughs> the way most of us scream, fire! 
would have been very easy. So, there are places where God says, listen, I'm God. But I'll still tell you. <laughs> Go and hide. Did you get there that? There are seasons that <laughs> will break down all this. Yes. Remember, Jesus is the pattern mm-hmm. of a word. When yes. you receive a word, this is the journey. Hmm. He is the word of God, remember? In the beginning was the word. The word was God. The, yes. the word became flesh. flesh. This is how he became flesh. You know, we, we like saying it. He became flesh. We jump that word. Became flesh and dwelt among men. Do you know that becoming? That's what we're discussing. Wow. Right the mother of children. Up to two years of age yes. by King Herod. Yes. And among those children should be Jesus. He could have been there. The king himself. So, can you imagine how many children had hmm. been born? Two years and below. Hmm. So, do you think those families would have liked to celebrate Christmas with you? Christmas, Question. the birth of Christ equaled the Death. infanticide hmm. of their children. Hmm. Guys, this is another level where we talk about <laughs> the birth of Jesus and the significance. And again, like you're saying, yes. this is a pattern for us yes. of how our word is birthed, how yes. we carry the word, look at the life of Mary, yes. and how we birth it, how we, it is a process. But you know what? Look at how, how yeah. you have to be committed. What are the pictures here? What are the pictures through? here? Yeah? Sometimes when your word is about to come through, hmm. everything breaks down. Everything goes wrong. Everything around you. Yes. So this season we call Christmas was probably one of the saddest seasons in Bethlehem. Hmm. It was. Yeah. So if you tell Whatever someone that it was. Uh, we need to celebrate. Yeah, tell them, can, can we remember that date? Most of them you'll be telling women to remember when their children were murdered. Hmm. That's what you're telling them. Let's talk about the shepherds. Yes. Now, now think of it. What have we said so far? Yeah. We've said God says something, hides it from the devil, hmm. It is being activated in obscurity. Hello? Yes. This activity is totally hidden from the sight of everybody. Mm. Even Joseph is away from his family. Yes. It's being done almost in secret. Mm. Within that window, God, for anyone to find out what was going on, God had to reveal it. So, when it comes to the wise men and the shepherds, it is divine direction, not natural intelligence. That brings them to Jesus. Mm. God himself has to do this. The shepherds by an angel. The wise men by a star. Mm. Without mm. that, they would never have, have found. found him or known. So just wait before we go on. Yes. The shepherds saw angels. Yes. The wise men saw, saw a star. star. So when you see your Christmas story with <laughs> shepherds and a star... That's a combination of beliefs. You remember what you said last conversation? Amalgamation. This is just a combination of stuff. The shepherds didn't see a star anywhere. They were given a word by the angels, and the Bible talks about how. In fact, I should read that. I should read that. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. go to Luke 2, 8, 8 to 15. 15. Yeah, just now, the story. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was, there was 
with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards all men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. Verse 16. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. Now, before I go into the depth of the seriousness of what has just happened, there were no animals around the manger. Okay. Another Christmas fable. Okay. The babe was lying in a manger. <laughs> Shepherds left their sheep in their field. They did not bring their sheep to the to house. Come and see the baby. So all those nice Christmas pictures <laughs> that you'll be looking at in a few days, yeah. edit them in your mind. So the shepherds had, and with haste they came. Yes. They knew where the baby was. They were given a direction. Star. All right, they did it a star. Yes. When they came, they found the baby in a manger. They are the ones who now we confuse with the three kings. Exactly. Okay. And the manger was their sign. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason the baby was put in a manger. So that they would be able to recognize which baby. There could have been many babies born that night. Okay. Only one was put in a manger. That's the principle here. Remember every time God gives you a sign, he connects a sign to something. Why a manger? A manger is something shepherds know. Mm -hmm. They recognize it. They cannot make a mistake of what that is. So they could have seen many babies before they arrived at that one. For all we know. Yeah. That's now my fable. And of you course, can add that to fulfillment your own of scripture yes, again. They are fulfilling scripture. scripture again. And they are clear. This is what the Lord has revealed to us. Meaning, Jesus was found by revelation. Hmm. It was not by celebration. Yes. <laughs> Nobody was announcing anything. You had to have been led by God to find him. Whether it was the wise men, hmm. whether it was shepherds. So if you think about it, the actual circumstances of the birth of Christ, and what we've described so far is mm. far removed from what we want to see Christmas as. And just to add on to what you've just said, yes. notice that the shepherds came and they were led of the Spirit yes. to where he was. Yes. The wise men were led, meaning, yes. a, like you're saying, a revelation by God. Yes. The king uh, Herod was in the same city. He did not find him. He could not find him. God made sure he can't find him. We will see what all those There were mean. priests. They did not find him. Yes. There were high priests, Sadducees, Pharisees. They did not find him. Mm. So when God is releasing a truth, it is not broadcast in public. Mm. It is hidden for key people to find. So if I had time, I would break down shepherds okay. watching flocks by night. Mm. That's a whole metaphor by itself. Yes. Wise men is another metaphor all by itself. Shepherds are those who are alert in the night season. Mm. Watching their flocks. Talks of leadership, spiritual leadership that understands that when there is a night season, they must be alert for the voice of God. Mm. That's a metaphor. And I think also when we see Isaiah 60 talking about arise and shine, yes. for your light has come, yes. two realities in the same place. Thank you. So That is closer to this. Okay. Because if, if you're to describe this story, mm -hmm. you'd rather be talking about Isaiah, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The shepherds saw the glory. Mm -hmm. Arise and shine. They yes. were in the dark, light came mm. and told them to arise. For behold, darkness covers the earth. Follow the activities around what Jesus was going through. Yes. Darkness came. Yeah. There was murder, 
there was all sorts of activity going on. There was torture. And yet in that very moment, Arise. rose yeah. the Savior of the earth. So you're talking about same Isaiah 61 to 2. Yes. Is a reality that was happening at the same time. Yes. The birth of Jesus. Exactly. A time when you're told that, listen, arise and shine. Don't look at what is happening around you. Yes. Don't concentrate on what is happening because that will pull you down. Yes. It will take away your faith and your belief mm -hmm. in God. So you're looking at this and saying, listen, it's your time to arise exactly. and shine. Exactly. And again, we're talking about birth in the word of God into the earth. Yes. It doesn't come easy. Yep. So far you've seen. Yes. So looking at Jesus and saying he is the word. Mm -hmm. When the word is being birthed, can you yes. see what is happening? What comes out of it is joy. Okay. Not joy on the occasion, mm. but joy on what the occasion means. Mm. 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 The shepherds left in celebration knowing that they were unique in being a generation mm. that saw the fulfillment of a prophecy. God revealed it to them. If you follow the stories post that before they ran away to Egypt, yes. Simeon, Hannah, key people, not everybody, mm -hmm. get to recognize what God is doing, come to a fulfillment of the answers that God has been giving them for years, and finally, they have this joy that finally, mm -hmm. that which God intended has come into the earth. But it doesn't come with pomp and noise and celebration as we normally assume. So when you talk of this joy, it is not initiated from the earth no. or the sin realm. No. It's that no matter what is happening out here, yes. there is a joy that comes from another there realm. So I have joy, but this joy cannot be explained. Yes. Because you cannot use anything around me yes. to explain why I have joy. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good one. Yes. That's a good and, one. and my joy yeah? is activated by knowing what is about to be accomplished in God. Mm -hmm. Not the event that has happened. Mm. You get the idea? Yes. The issue was what did the angel say to them? Yes. The angel didn't tell them, go see a baby. <laughs> the angel said, go and see Christ. Hmm. In fact, just reread that line. Go and see who? For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. That's who they went to see. Christ. A Savior, not a baby. So... Today, here's the information. Yes. I'm announcing to you the information. Okay. The information is today. Christ, meaning the king, the ruler. Remember I explained Christ earlier? Christ is the one who's been born mm -hmm. in the city of David, who is going to be the savior. That's who is born. Okay. Now, here's the difference. Even though I'm telling you that a king has been born, what you will see hmm. is a baby. Okay. Don't be moved by the baby. Hmm. You've just seen the Christ. Hmm. I love Think that. So the even these that. shepherds, when you're telling them, when you go um, into the city of David, yes. there's a savior. Yes. You see, even them, when they came, they didn't come with the mentality of we're looking for a baby. We also, I think this is the one thing we are breaking over these Christmas holidays, yes. that we don't see him as a baby. He is Christ, yes. the savior. He is the king. He is the everlasting father. He is Emmanuel, God yep. with us. So yes. when we see him like that, the power in us, because for me, I'm learning now like, wow. So you're telling me that as I heard the word of God and I read it in Genesis, now I'm seeing the fulfillment of the word in Genesis. That's it. And I've seen the journey that it has taken. I have seen the path that it has taken. I have seen how the enemy will try to stop any word that is coming from the heaven. Yes. So what does that mean to us? Yeah. God will give you a powerful prophetic word okay. of greatness, of the things that are about to happen. We all have those. Mm -hmm. The problem is when you see the manger, you mm. miss the Christ. Mm. Mm. 
So when you're putting your baby on the manger, when you see that, wow, this, this is what God is saying. Because every time God is birthing something, yep. he never does it with a pomp. No. Nope. All right? That's what we must all know. Because when you talk of John the Baptist, when he appeared, he never appeared in the palace. And yet there were palaces in those yeah. days. But where did he appear? In the wilderness. There you go. John was in the wilderness, not in the palace. When you talk about Jesus, he's being birthed. The word of God is coming to being. It's like yes. God has spoken and this word is coming. But you know what? It comes on a manger. That's it. So right now, it's so easy to miss it. for every great word you receive, look for the manger. Hmm. For hmm. every powerful thing God has said, look for the start point. Yes. Look for the baby, the seed. Hmm. Look for the process where it's going to begin from. Yes. And when you see it, hmm. see the fullness. I think also something else we need to look out for is when we... We get a word from God, we think this word will be born like Adam. Yes. Adam was fully grown. Mm -hmm. Not knowing, listen, there is the last Adam, where we are shown a process of this word will come. But guess what? Even though he was coming to die on the cross for your sins, for my sins, for the sins of the world, he had to go through the process of yep. being born and growing. That's the And as he was growing, when he talked, we talked about him being um, with uh, uh, at, at the temple, temple at 12. Yes. We see he had, he had to learn things. Yes. He had to be taught by his father, yes. Joseph. So uh, most of us, when God promises us something, we want it to, we want it to appear. That's as, a problem. As Genesis 1. Yes, that's not Adam, what I want to appear. Poof, yep. Fully grown. In fact, yes. Adam appears with a wife. I mean, this guy... All done. <laughs> and we all know how that ended. <laughs> so, so this is what we all think. Yes. That we want something that is fully grown. Exactly. It's time for us to know that the birth of... Christ is supposed to remind us that the word of God that he has given us, even though he is God and he's the one who is going to do it. And he's telling you, listen, yeah. this is my word. It will come. It in will the same come. Process. It will come in the same process. This yeah. is where we are, people. So, listen, do not be hypnotized yeah. by the well-choreographed pomp, the music, the ambience, <laughs> the colors. Enjoy them, but don't be blinded. Mm. Don't be blinded with what has blinded generations. Mm. Do not miss the real truth behind the birth of Christ. Thank you for watching this episode of the Kingdom Conversations. The big question remains, what have you heard? And what are you going to do about it? Keep tracking with us, like and follow us on our social media handles, the Cyrus community on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. You can send in your questions through Facebook or use the email on your screen. And as Micah 4.4 says, may you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree. Until our next episode, keep it kingdom, keep it pure.